Welcome to the Mindful Soul Center podcast. My name is Amy Adams. I'm the host and the producer of this podcast. In today's episode, a mini-sode, I'll be discussing meditation, its benefits, how it can help change your life, and a bit about brain states in the meditative state. So there's a lot to dig into, but before we get started, I do want to ask you to visit the website and have a look at our new magazine, Mindful Soul Center. We're so excited. There's lots of regular features. There's a premiere issue out now, and our next issue is landing on the 26th of November. Check that out. That's themindfulsoulcenter.com. Now let's get started. A few years ago, I decided that I wanted to dedicate my work towards uh, helping people find tools that they can use for meditation, for yoga, um, for different things. And and this has kind of been a recurring theme in my life, but um, that's how I got into the work is I actually, I had, I, I wasn't feeling well for a while and I restarted a yoga practice that I had abandoned and uh, restarted, um, Meditation, I've kind of never really abandoned that throughout my entire life, but um, I, I'm not, I haven't meditated every single day of my life. But I have been meditating for many, many years. So I've studied with um, different people. I've studied some different kinds of meditation. I actually learned meditation not by studying with a guru or anything when I was just about like 10 or 11 or 12 years old. I'm not even sure which year it was, but it was a friend of mine. Um, At the time, the Beatles had met up with their own guru and learned transcendental meditation. And I'm not teaching transcendental meditation, but I am teaching um, mantra meditation, which is actually transcendental meditation is a form of mantra meditation, um, loving kindness meditation and kind of a combination, uh, it's like a loving kindness and mantra. Um, there's three types of meditation is the things that I'm teaching in general. But today's focus is more on the benefits and brain states. I am going to, um, speak about how meditation can um, prepare us for both our successes and our uh, failures in life. So, I mean, that's kind of like the radical. I'm sure most of, most of life is somewhere in between. Um, and of course, they're all judgments. Basically, I, uh, in particular, like mantra meditation, and there's many, many different mantras. It's like a vast topic. And there's many different um, ideas behind it. But it's, it's a sound vibration meditation. And some sounds uh, create different vibrations and uh, bring you into uh, your inner world. The use of sacred sound and music can bring the mind into the state of union or oneness. 
when you use uh, chant or even if you do some other kinds of meditation, what meditation does, it brings you into a relaxation state that can heal your body. It can actually put your body into a restful state and so that your body can uh, heal itself and not just physically, but emotionally and uh, mentally because your mind becomes calm. There's like a physiological reaction and uh, different, your brain ultimately um, syncs up both sides. That's really one of the things that happens. There's some stuff going on in the frontal lobe uh, that's really great, like that's third eye type stuff. But uh, when your brain syncs up uh, and it's like a harmonic, it's, it's really good, good for you. <laughs> There's lots of great physical um, side effects. And this kind of calmness though, within you ripples out into the world. Our blood is oxygenate, ox, I'm so sorry, sometimes I have pronunciation problems, uh, oxygenated, and um, that also increases our healing capacity because we're taking deeper breaths. Our heart rate is slowing down and we are rest going into this kind of a uh, restful state where hormones are uh, positive, happy hormones are also being released as well. And that's awesome. Uh, also, so it, as the happy kind of hormones increase, the stress hormones decrease. And that actually creates some kind of clarity. Peace and joy, they, they are our natural state. We are naturally, we are born in that kind of state. Um, um, actually, when we're born, we're in something called like a theta state, and we stay in that state of being. It's a brain state. And that is uh, the state of creation, and it's a place where people can really solve problems. Like delta state is below that, and that is when we're like into deep, deep sleep. Brainwaves fluctuate and change, so like some brainwaves, I'm going to fluctuate between my descriptions of theta, delta, uh, alpha, and beta. Theta state that registers from 3.5 to 7.5 hertz, and it's always less than 8 hertz. Theta waves are strong during internal focus, meditation, and spiritual awareness. It reflects the state between wakefulness and sleep and relates to the subconscious mind. After age 13, it is not a regular brain state in human beings in their waking state, but it is normal during sleep. It is normal for young people to move in and out of this state up to 13 years old, although with training, adults should be able to uh, be able to enter this state. It just, it, it does require more effort. Einstein, in fact, used to lean up against the wall when he was trying to solve a problem. And he would try to fall asleep as he was leaning against the wall. And as he would fall, he would wake. And this is something that he used as a way to connect into that 
deeper subconscious creativity and connect with the subconscious mind. Below theta is the delta state. The delta state is very, very deep, dreamless sleep. There is no rapid eye movement happening in this state. It is also considered a trance state or being in the state of unconsciousness. We have a decreased awareness of the outer world, and it is the dominant rhythm in infants up to one year of age. That's why babies are sleeping a lot. And then theta is kind of like the beginning of like our consciousness. And for the first couple of years of a baby's life, they're kind of into that uh, state most of the time. And then they, they slowly kind of come out of it. And that's when they end up in the terrible twos usually. So <laughs> then they enter other states like the alpha state and, um, uh, that's actually a very common meditative state, like the alpha and the theta states are very deep uh, meditation states. The alpha state is from 8 to 12 hertz, and there's low alpha and high alpha, with the low being inner awareness of self, mind, body integration, and balance, and the high alpha with centering, healing, mind, body connection. Alpha is considered the bridge between the conscious mind and the subconscious. It is the major rhythm seen in normal, relaxed adults. It is present during most of life, especially beyond the age of 13. It's relaxed, not agitated, but not drowsy. It's tranquil, yet conscious. And then we have the beta state, which is kind of our active daily life and how we are in the world. I'll just briefly mention them. So beta is above 12 hertz, and it's alert, eyes open state that most of the brain is in when we are listening and thinking, decision making, judgment, we're processing information about the world around us. And we have gamma waves where uh, some studies have said that some real extreme meditators are uh, also, they're registering gamma waves because uh, it's thought to be the state where we integrate information from all parts of the brain. So there are other kinds of ranges of brain waves, but that's uh, basically it. Um, um, we're at our best and at the most optimal performance when our both hemispheres of our brain, both sides, are uh, syncing up. So meditation actually does that for you. It helps you kind of remember who you are, remember where you came from, to get you into those kinds of brain states. So when we neglect our spiritual life or our inner being because we've grown into these adult bodies and we're doing stuff and we're running around and we're doing this and that and we're uh, answering to other people and that kind of can create discord or we can kind of um, just go by rote and not pay attention to things that are happening and conform to other people's expectations, to our culture. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with following a path. Um, 
But at some point, is it your path? Is it your beliefs? Are you being held by limiting beliefs? Um, are you trusting yourself? Are you acting with integrity? And all of these things, uh, meditation kind of brings this to the surface. So then when once you have this kind of discord thing, you can be operating uh, more on adrenaline or on kinds of like stress hormones and you're producing more of them. So what we wanna do is kind of bring ourselves back to ourselves each day uh, for a little bit of time and get ourselves into a habit where our brain, because when we create these habits, our brain can go quickly back into that kind of relaxed state, um, more on command. So when we uh, meditate, this is something that we're training our brain to do. Many of you have probably already heard of this flight or fight response. That's a kind of our base instinct thing. When something stressful happens, we kind of automatically react without thinking because we go into survival mode. And uh, meditation, it actually just creates a little more space for you. And that space is where we can actually pause for just a moment and we can respond to something versus reacting. So that's like the, I think, besides being good for your health, one of the main thing about meditation, the best thing about meditation is this kind of brain training that can create uh, this kind of state of being. Meditation isn't just a thing. Well, it's not really this like complicated, difficult thing, but it also is something that is not just something that you're going to do once. Well, you might do it once and be like blissed out, but um, it's something that it's, it's like a practice. It's like an artistic practice when you study art or when you do gardening or when you are a woodworker or whatever kind of um, type of thing that you're doing, you are dedicated to a practice and through that you gain mastery. And so meditation is a lot like that. I mean, yoga is like that. Uh, all, all of these kinds of different uh, things that can help us, they're, they're like that. With practice, we get better. We have um, different experiences. We release some of our limiting beliefs. We release negative thought patterns. And to talk about too is that we are making a, it's not like everything just happens all at once. It is a well-directed effort. Meditation is something that we do on a regular basis. It is, um, some people say, oh, well, it's not doing, it's being. Well, you need to do it to get to the being. So <laughs> right now we are, we know we're not all out. We are spirits or uh, energy bodies in a physical body, but we're not out there up in the clouds. We are living on this earth. So uh, making time to um, meditate is imperative if you want to get better at it. When we meditate, we are changing ourselves because we're connecting with our inner being. We are connecting with our inner knowing, our intuition, our inner being. And um, I would like to use a few little metaphors or analogies about um, 
changing yourself and kind of like clearing your mind and clearing the weeds out of the garden. Our thoughts arise. Sometimes there are thoughts that come up that we consider negative or bad or or even just like random thoughts that we don't even know where they come from. They're kind of like the weed. And uh, all of those weeds have value and are beautiful in their own way. We make judgments on what's a weed, what's pretty, what's worthy, what's not. Now there are many beautiful weeds. There are weeds that are quite valuable. We don't want some of these things choking out the other flowers and beautiful plants that are there. So we can have, we can keep some weeds and then we can keep our beautiful flowers, but we don't want to have the weeds, um, increasing and and strangling out all of this other good stuff so when we meditate some of these things that we would think are not worthy of our thoughts or in in our integrity they might be these negative thoughts and we think well where did that come from Um, we can recognize it and let it go it doesn't All of these things do not define us. We're animals on a planet and uh, we are driven by many instincts that we are really trying to um, understand, recognize, and even transcend through meditation. I would like to also say that I kind of think that like meditation when we're starting, I really like this... um, metaphor or analogy, I'm not really sure what you call it, but uh, it's, we're like a seed. When we're starting to meditate, we're just in a dormant state. And actually our spiritual life, if it's dormant, if we are not making a conscious effort to spend some time knowing ourselves and who we are, then our seed isn't going to grow. I mean, there's lots of, okay, so all of those limitations, our societal uh, limitations, our institutions, our culture and things, some of them are mud and muck and some of, some of it nourishes us and some of it we have to fight through. Some of them are like rocks that we're like pushing through to find who we really are. As we do that though, it's, it can be a struggle. So even when we're coming into awareness, we can have some struggles. What else happens through meditation is we start to witness events. We start to pay attention. Our concentration improves. Our focus improves. Creativity and intuition becomes more enhanced. And again, the physiological um, things that happen create a lot of healing for us emotionally and physically. When we're meditating, we're also not focusing outside of ourselves. We're not focusing on what's happening around us in that moment. We are focusing just on what is now and uh, trying to quiet our mind and um, not trying to achieve anything. So one of the really important reasons why anyone should meditate, in my opinion, is that um, our life is going to, throughout our life, some of us more than others will experience very deep, incredible um, problems, some some events that are going to happen to other people around us, um, to ourselves. And when we meditate, all of those things that happen 
we are more prepared to respond to a situation instead of reacting to a situation. I mean, this is one of the themes over and over again. We're going to experience loss. We're going to experience gain. We're going to, so, you know, things that we judge good or bad. Um, we're going to have things that are unplanned. Uh, we are going to be witness to our own life through our senses. But um, I also can, I'd like to kind of compare meditation to yoga in a way, because I think when we do yoga, our body is forced into different positions to create stress on purpose. <laughs> so that stress, we learn how to manage it. And instead of getting angry or competitive, uh, we might, but we can, um, start to turn around our mind and we can think, you know, we can keep redoing it until we get it right. Or we can keep doing it until, um, and this kind of like forced stress response, um, helps us to cope in daily life. This is off. That's why they talk about like off the mat, because when we're on the mat, sometimes we have struggles, but it's like, it's just really like in the real world, our daily lives. We have struggles at work. We have struggles at home. And um, how are we going to respond to them? The other thing that I really wanted to just mention too about the benefits of meditation is that things that might have bothered you in the past will very likely um, have less importance. Because I think when you start to have this kind of inner peace of knowing yourself, you realize that some things are not worth um, creating chaos around or um, struggling with. And I think it's easy to let go of some things. So, uh, of course, love, compassion, peace, joy, empathy, all of those things uh, become focused upon when we're practicing meditation. I also, I wanted to mention, I just actually had uh, watched a new Netflix series uh, called Living With Yourself, and um, I highly recommend it, really good, because um, it's a, I, it kind of upset me actually watching. I was stressed out a little bit watching it for the characters, because uh, I'm not going to tell you about it because I don't want to ruin it. So no spoiler alerts. But one of the things I will say is that um, if you watch it with this in mind of thinking about yourself and and um, your own personal struggles, you will see that uh, fighting with yourself is not really the answer. Um, we don't need to fight ourselves. We need to accept ourselves as we are. And whether it's disappointment um, or success, I mean, it, go, it goes the whole range. So I think that that's something about meditation that really helps us with accepting who we are. And even not fighting some of our dark thoughts. I mean, we're all not perfect. We're all, I mean, of course, we'd like to be. But repressing who you are and negative thoughts, let's acknowledge them. Let's, we don't have to act on them. 
but we can understand what they are and witness them and let them go. I do want to also uh, mention this little quote by Jane Goodall, who I adore. And this is, I believe this to be true. Uh, what you do makes a difference and you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make. And when we're struggling with ourselves or with our inner being or we're avoiding our spiritual nature um, and just doing things by rote, we're not in a position to be able to make that decision. Another great reason to meditate. Well, one of the things that we should consider when we're thinking about meditation and I think this actually calls it to the forefront because we're connecting with our kind of inner being, our higher self. So um, we think about living with integrity. And this is something that we're not going to meditate to kind of escape from the reality of what's happening in the world. We want to meditate uh, without having like real expectations of like some kind of like woo-ness or something like that. But we want to meditate so that we can function in the world where we can live the best life and some things that um, like the kind of really basic fundamental things like nonviolence, do no harm, these kind of Buddhist precepts of proper conduct, right living, truthfulness, don't steal, the right use of energy and don't be greedy. It's pretty much like the basic fundamentals. So this kind of uh, thing, it's when we meditate, we kind of, when we're connecting with the peace and we're connecting with love, we may, uh, we will be living with integrity more because we're going to uh, be more thoughtful because we're creating that space for thought instead of just reacting. Basically, when we meditate and we're living in integrity as well, we are going to um, have a lot of balance. And, um, and where there is not balance, we can find it. Thank you for joining me today and listening to this episode, a mini-sode on meditation and its benefits and brain states. I'd love to hear from you. So send me an email, amy at themindfulsoulcenter.com and please leave a review on uh, for this podcast as it helps uh, with the algorithm so other people will know that this podcast exists. Until next time.